Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael B. Ross, and I would like to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope that the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life and I hope all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started today, as I always like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast, I would like to ask you to put that thought, phrase, idea, or quote into absolute immediate action. It is the application of our education that makes the biggest difference in our world, and I don't want you to be one of those people who looks back on their life with regret. The research shows that 85% of people look back on their life with significant regret. And the number one regret of the dying is I did not live a life true to who I knew I should be. I instead live my life based on the expectations of others. I don't want you to be one of those people. You can get on autopilot in your life and live based on the expectations of others. It's one of those things that if you ask most people, do you feel like you live your life based on the expectations of others? Most people say no. But here's the problem. Most people's actions and beliefs are not aligned. And so they're living based on the expectations of others, even though they believe they're not. And so they're in what's called delusion. What we've got to do is be brutally honest with ourselves and see where we're actually living our lives and the expectations of others. And that's not always a bad thing. But what we've got to do is make sure that the core of our life, the trajectory of our life, the focus of our life, is to really be who we know we are called to be and to do that in service to others. I like the idea that you don't have to work in your passion to be passionate. What you've got to do is be passionate about serving other people. And if you'll do that in the way you know you're supposed to, you won't live in the expectations of others and you'll affect the world for positive change. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic. And the title of today's podcast is I Can't Find Good People. I've heard this over and over and over and over again as a coach, consultant, speaker, and author. Over and over again. I can't find good people. There's no good people out there. I know you've all heard this one before or maybe even have said it. I want to talk about that in a little more detail. But first, I do want to tell you about some things we have going on at HBK High Performance. If you'll go to hbkln.com. We have a course coming up called the Foundations of Leadership. If you're in the Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Akron, Canton, Youngstown market, I would like to invite you to come to the Foundations of Leadership, which starts September 20th. It's a 10-session course, two hours a session. It's going to be every Friday for 10 weeks. And what I teach in the Foundations of Leadership is how to think like a business owner. Imagine if every leader out there thinks like a business owner. I help business owners. I help businesses grow. And if you look at any organization, it doesn't matter what size it is. Every large business is a bunch of small businesses put together. And what you have there is you'll have small business owners, leaders, quote unquote, division leaders, leading that side of the organization. And most leaders, unfortunately, at this point in time, don't know how to think like business owners. And so foundations of leadership are 
they, it teaches you how to think like a business owner, but then it gives you the practical tools how to run a business and how to grow that business. Because at the end of the day, I could teach you all the leadership skills in the world, but you better do something with it. You better go somewhere with it. I'm not interested in sitting around a room with a bunch of people and talking leadership theory. That's fun. And that was fun in college. But now the business world, what we've got to do is take those skills and put them into practice to grow an organization so we can protect our teams. And that's what the Foundations of Leadership is about. So I'd ask you to go on hbkln.com, go to the Foundations of Leadership link, register today, and come see me. I cannot wait to watch your business, have a front row seat in your life, and watch your business grow further faster. I'll see you on September 20th. If you have any questions, email me, mross at hbkln.com. Can't wait to see you. So I want to tell you a quick story about this idea that I can't find good people in the world. Recently, a business owner, his name's, let's just call him Joe, was lamenting to me. And this is what he said to me. He said, the younger millennial generation doesn't want to work. He said, they're always asking why instead of doing what I tell them. If there's a moment in their downtime, they're always on their phone doing who knows what. And then he delivered his crescendo to me, which I thought was funny. He said, I should just fire them all and hire the older workers. At least I know what I'd get. You know, he's kind of like, ah, I know what I get with older people. They work hard. But basically what Joe was saying is they think just like I do, which is kind of nice for short-term success, but that is a really foolish perspective. So I went back to Joe and I empathized with him and I said, hey, man, you're not the first person who's ever expressed those frustrations. There's differences in generations and there's differences with the way people see the world and see the way they work. But the struggle is real. As business owners, it's sometimes it's frustrating and it's a lot of work to find the right people to fit with your job, to fit with your position. But this whole hyperbolic statement that's out there, I want to crush today. I want to absolutely crush, which is I can't find good people. There's no good people out there. If you have said that, I want you to clasp your hand over your mouth and say, I will not say that anymore. Erase that from your mind. Because it's not true. And here's how I know it's not true. If you look around your organization and you can identify at least one good person, one, then the whole narrative's a lie. There's no good people out there. I can't find good people. Even it's really hard to find good people. Is it hard to find good people in the world? The answer is no. It is not hard to find good people. You can find good people at the local grocery store, your local restaurant, any business you walk into, you can find good people. So it's not true that you can't find good people. The question is, can you attract and influence good people to work with you? So before I spoke to Joe, because this is what I like to do, I like to get the whole kit and caboodle before I offer suggestions and before I really dive in to help a business. What I like to do is get the entire perspective. And look, Joe's perspective was his perspective, and it's, it's okay. It doesn't make him wrong. But I said, can I talk to your employees? He said, absolutely, you can talk to your employees. So I began to, to speak to his employees. I, I walked around. I said, hey, guys, talk to me about the organization. 
And of course, people get afraid because they think I'm going to go run back to Joe and tell him exactly what's going on. I said, listen, this is 100% between us. I'm not going to go back and tell him what you're saying. And just for context and, and to protect indemnity, I will tell you that they did not look at Joe in a favorable light. They did not see him as a good leader. In fact, he said he was a terrible communicator. They said that he lost his temper constantly. You never know what he was thinking. He would say he's going to do one thing and he would do another. So they called him. He said he was a liar in a lot of cases. Now, was he bold-faced lying? No, but when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, and you do that consistently, people stop believing you. So when we stop believing what people say, essentially, to them, they're a liar. So you've got to pay attention to this. So go back to Joe. And I said, hey, Joe, look, I got I to gotta challenge you. I said, you have some deficiencies in your leadership skills right now. You want to grow your business and you want people to work harder for you, but they're confused about the direction you want to go. They're confused about what they're supposed to do. They're confused that when you tell them one thing, you end up doing another. They're confused with their own evaluation. They don't even know how well they're doing, which was another frustration they all had. And so I said, Joe, do you think if you were a better leader, you might attract or even influence these guys to be better workers? And that perspective had never dawned on him before. Never. Had never dawned on him. And he looked at me, and he stared at me for, for about a minute, and he said, yeah, I guess, I guess that's right. And then he started for a second. He started going, but they need to this, and they need to that. I said, hold on. Hold on a second. I said, do you think if you were a better leader, you would attract better workers or influence them to be better workers? And he had to stop again. And he said, yeah, yeah, he will. So I said, well, are you willing to do what it takes to become a better leader? And he said, yeah, I'm willing to do it. So we started working on his leadership. I've laid out a path for him to improve his communication skills, to be a lot more direct. When he says he's going to do something, he would do it. He went back to his workers and he apologized and so forth and so on. I mean, it just little by little. Now, this doesn't happen overnight. So I don't want to tell you that you get a new perspective and this changes overnight. That's not how it works. But through iterations, through habituation over time, Joe changed his perspective, changed his leadership approaches, became a more skilled communicator, got his schedules down, was very clear about roles and responsibilities within his organization, cared for the people when they talked to him. He really considered what they were saying and humbled himself not to become offensive whenever they brought him constructive criticisms or feedbacks. And in turn, when he gave it to them, they started being more gracious towards him. The organization started moving better together. They sold more jobs. They closed more deals. And in short, over a year and a half period of time, they quadrupled the revenue. Is that an accident? No. What happened was Joe became a better leader and he attracted the best out of everybody as a result of him becoming a better leader. But the narrative in the marketplace right now is very frustrating to me, and I think it's a powerless position, which is, I can't find good people. There's no good people out there. That is a bold-faced lie. Listen to me. That is a lie. 
The truth is you don't attract good people unless you're a good leader. Let me say that one more time. You will not attract good people unless you're a good leader. And if you want great people, you've got to be a great leader. Think of all the great leaders that you have looked up to in your life. Are you leading like them? People look at me and they go, wow, you're a better communicator than me. Can I have you come in and talk to my team? The answer is, yeah, you can pay me to come in and talk to your team. What happens when I leave? What happens a year from now when I'm not there? Then you're powerless again. I don't want that. I would rather take my time and help a leader become a great communicator than for me to become a great communicator. I have a friend named Mark LaMancha who owns a business called Humtown Products, a very innovative, forward-thinking organization. When I first started working with Mark, Mark was not a great communicator by any stretch of the imagination. He would try to stand up in front of a crowd and his voice would sit down. He shied away from speaking to his team. He'd rather have hidden in his office and crunched numbers all day and got on technology and, and utilized technology. And he isolated himself from his team. And now I can tell you Mark LaMancha travels around the country and speaks to crowds. He's moving crowds now. Why? Because Mark determined that he was not going to allow somebody else to build it for him. He was going to do it himself. And he became inspirational to his team. So, yes, it was a valuable part of his progress, but I no longer work on a regular, consistent basis with Mark. Why? Because my job as a leader is to empower others to be great leaders and to get the heck out of their way and let them do their job. But I am tired of the powerless position that people take. They want somebody else to come in and fix their organization. Take absolute ownership for your organization. Ownership. Own it. Things are where they are in your organization largely because of the leadership there. If you start blaming other people for the standards that you have set, the standards you allow, then you are powerless and you'll never move forward. I hope this isn't coming across as judgmental. That's not my heart. I'm frustrated because I know so many business owners out there who start out their organization and they want to grow and they want to be the, the biggest, best, the brightest, and then they start to grow. Then they hire all these people in to help them and they do not develop their own leadership skills to move people, to show them the way, to pass on what they have learned. They expect other people to just come in and just get it. That's not how the world works. Business owners, you have a little different bend in your life, a little different focus, a little different perspective in this, that you were willing to take the risk to step out and to learn on your own and to grow on your own and to go through the hells, the pains, remove your own warts in order to get to where you're at. The people who you employ are taking, here's their risk working for you. They're stepping out on these uncharted waters to work with you. That is their risk. And to mitigate that risk, you have got to step in and help bridge the gap. Teach them how to learn on their own. Teach them how to make decisions. 
Teach them how, how strategy works. Teach them about vision. Teach them about pure decision making and the way to make decisions and the way that you have found decision making to be effective in your own life. But instead, business owners, they keep moving forward and keep growing without educating their teams on how to grow. And they leave them in the wake. And then they blame them for things not going right in the organization. That is powerless. I want you to remain powerful. Stop the narrative. It is not true that there's no good people out there. That is not true. The truth is there's not a lot of good leaders out there. That's the truth. And I want to tell you, if you want to attract better people, you just continue to become a better leader. I know that is possible for everybody. I have seen people who didn't have one leadership skill that was really developed in their life who have developed a plethora of them, who have become powerful, who have taken ownership, who have taken a $6 million business and made it a $30 million business just because they changed the way they led. I've seen $10 million businesses go to $70 million per year because of changes in leadership, because of focus differences. I've seen half-million-dollar businesses go to $10 million. I've seen some remarkable things in growth, and it really comes down to better leadership attracts better workers. I hope this was beneficial to you today. And again, I hope you trust my heart here. I am not trying to judge anyone. I'm just passionate about this because I want to stand up for your transformation. I want you to have the life that you want. So please do not take my heart the wrong way here. I know I came across as very passionate and I am because I want to stand for your transformation. Don't look outside for transformation. Look inside and you will have it. Hope this was beneficial. Can't wait to talk to you the next time on the HBK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.